Welcome to a new episode of My Mindset. I'm your host, Darius. Today in the building, we got Kawan, a.k.a. Miz. What up, what up, what up? We're going to have a conversation with him a little bit, talk about the kind of things that he's doing in life. Uh, I got some other topics to bring up today, and we're going to get the show started. So, oh, so everybody who's been uh, listening to the first episode, I'd like to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for your uh, feedback, and a lot of people say that they like the the flow of the show. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound too scripted. It's just keep it natural. It's like yo, they got the mess up, mess it up. Just go with it. So y'all asked for the mess up, so I'm gonna mess it up <laughs> all the way for y'all. You know what I mean? So, Miz, what up? What up? What up, bro? So we known each other for a while. I mean, I remember the first time we met was that you and um, your boy was doing a music video for Bobby Ray's. Yeah. Or y'all wanted to shit in Bobby Ray's. Yeah. Me and, um, well, it was me, actually me and Wayne. Wayne actually um was in that, what's the group, um, Dr. Shocker. Are you talking about Wayne on the sticks? Yeah. Get out. He, he was in the song. That, nah, I did that day. I did not know that. Yeah, he was in the video. He was singing the hook. Oh, shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got to get him up here, too. I just yeah. saw him last weekend. Okay. At Bobby Ray's. Alright. He's up there. I see he's now working with one of my boys, uh, Jason Snobby. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, cause he wanted to um get up with Wayne, you know what I mean? So I was like, I, I sorta of know him. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna say we like rocking like that. We the best friends, but you know, we recognize each other, so I try to put you in. But I'm glad that they they did because you know, Jason his music's pretty good. You, did you hear him? I haven't heard. I heard of him. I never heard heard him. And I probably, me and him have probably been on Wayne's statuses one time talking about something. And I've seen his comments. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. But I mean, I check him out. All right. So you got new trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen one with the cereal milk. Milky Miz. Milky Miz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're on Jail Jupiters. Is that is that the name of his joint? Just Jail Jupiter. You or? got you got Jail Jupiter TV. Yes. That's his. Um, we have our food on our, our channel called New Trees TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milky Miz is on New Trees TV as well as well as um my eating segment. Um, y'all hungry or no? Um, still do the music. So that's New Trees. That's the group. New Trees is the brand. Okay. Um. Ms. Art, that's my photography and my video. Oh, right, so keep, you know, keep busy, man. I try What's to, I try to. You know, got to be a jack of jack of many trades, man. You know what I'm saying, like, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freaking, um, I remember when I was watching uh, the uh, Jupiter TV. Y'all had me go up there for that seafood cheesesteak. Harvestkins? Yes. Oh, yeah. I just rolled by there earlier, and I was like, man. I might, have, might want a cheesesteak. And then... The episode with the seafood, uh, seafood fries. So fair. Yes. Actually, my job used to service the, uh, the grease there when they dumped the grease. Yeah. We used to go up there. I didn't realize that was the spot though, <laughs> because the way y'all got it looking on the, uh, on, on the, on the YouTube or the podcast what was it a YouTube show. YouTube, YouTube show. Yeah. On this YouTube show, it looks like it would be bigger than what it really is. Yeah, it's kind of like a. It was a small. It's a small little spot, like a little. Mm-hmm. Looks like it like used to be a Chinese store. They're, they're not there anymore. They burned down. That place burned oh, down. Oh, serious? Yeah, they burned down. So they moved their location. But oh, it was so like a small little spot. You sit in and it's like, man, where are we going to eat at? You know what I'm saying? So it was like a little bar there. It was like, all right, we're going to make it work. And we're going to make it do what it do right here. <laughs> Freaking, you got me concerned. Now. I said, like, I didn't even try to seafood fries. You said they burnt down. I know my mom, my uncle, they was all like, yo, when you going? I'm like. I really don't feel like making that trip already <laughs> out there. Just get everybody around to see. I mean, they're still open, but they just not in that location no more. They like down the street a little bit. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I wonder if we even still service them. I mean, okay. So we're gonna switch things up, and we're gonna bring it to my rant for the day. To make sure I got the. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> My rent, my rent, my rent is on fire. My rent, my rent, my rent is on fire. My rent, my rent, my rent is on fire. So my rent today is about all lives matter, okay? 
And I'm I, I I'm gonna say this, all right, to you all lives matter people, okay? You need to stop saying that. Because what you're doing while you what you're doing when you're saying this is that you're putting your head in the sand and you're not paying attention to what's really going on. Yes, we're not saying when you say that, we may understand. Yeah, you may not be racist, your children may not be racist, your friends may not be racist. But it doesn't mean the rest of this country isn't. It doesn't mean that the experiences I went through and people treating me different based off of my skin doesn't exist. I see these posts and videos of people saying, well, you know, majority of America isn't racist and blah, 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 blah. Dude, we're just tired of being treated differently because of our skin. I'm not saying my skin matters more than yours. I just say, can we get into this conversation? I'm saying, can you stop judging me based off of this? Can we stop being judged based off of this? Can we stop being harassed based off of this? You may not harass us, but we dealt with harassment. I dealt with harassment. I'm pretty sure if you had a black friend and you really talked to them, they will tell you, yeah, I've been judged based off of my skin. And no, and let me tell you something, because this is what this is what gets me me fired up. Is when people say, "Well, if it's you find racism, obviously you're looking for it." That's not a thing. Black people, we don't look for racism. That's not a thing. If we're calling you out for something racist, listen, we'll tell you why it's racist. You may not understand it because no one's told you why it is, but listen. When you say all lives matter, you undermine everything that you just said and you're saying about you're not being racist. Believe it or not. You're undermining the fact that black people want to want to be treated fairly. Well, you're telling us that we are treated fairly. Well, when did you, what experience did you have of that? How, how you know my, my life? You don't know my life. Don't tell me I'm being treated fairly when I wake up every day and I go out in this world. I encounter a situation where my skin is being directly judged. This is... My experience, let's talk about my experience. Elementary school, gym teacher put tape on the, on the floor. She puts out a white tape, red tape, yellow tape, brown tape, black tape. True story. And she tells us, hey, everybody sit on the tape that you are. What do you mean? The color of your skin. I'm a child. Take a guess what, what tape I sat at. I sat at the brown tape. Did I know any better? No. My mind wasn't focused on race. My mind was focused on friends. I'm in school for friends, my learning. I wasn't thinking about race. And me and this gym teacher went back and forth about the color of my skin. My introduction to it. Thank you, gym teacher. I remember another situation, fast forward, way fast forward, college. Walking down the street, Halloween night. Students all over the place walking up and down the main street. Walking by fraternity houses and stuff like that. We're walking back to our dorms, believe it or not. Cop pulls over, pulls us over. What are you doing here? What do you mean? What are y'all doing here? I go to school here. Uh, didn't believe us. Now, mind you, I'm gonna tell you something. This is what infuriated me. So, at that time of my age, uh, I had this mindset: cops aren't gonna believe black folks. We're guilty by skin tone association, whatever the case may be. 
And maybe it was the wrong thinking at the time. But that's not really what infuriated me the most. But what infuriated me with this situation is that I was wearing my Rowan hoodie. My, my roommate was wearing a Rowan apparel. If we didn't look like we fit, okay, I'm not going to get into all that. I It, it pissed me off. It's like, who are you to tell me I don't belong? Now I got to show you my ID. This eerily feels like stop and frisk, my dude. And we're not in a stop and frisk state. That was a big, big blunder in New York. You look at these videos with these kids and, and, and the first thing people's like, why are these kids so disrespectful for the cops? Well, why are these cops stopping these kids without probable cause? Every day, these kids are getting harassed by a cop because cops are looking. You're in New York. Everybody's going to fit a description of an assailant. Well, guess what? I got news for you. And I know the new Dutch cops knew that most of these assailants dress similar or alike so they can get away and they not know who is who. That's not news. That's not new for their students. So you you telling me you're going to stop and frisk all the students? That's retarded. And these are kids, adolescents. Where do you think their response is going to be? It's going to be hostility. It's going to be, you're treating me bad. Nah, I don't want, leave me alone. They're going to walk away. You're not their parents. They don't look at you as that authority figure. Well, that's the problem. They don't. The problem is the kid wasn't doing anything wrong. So in their head, if I'm not doing anything wrong, don't bother me. So then what happens? Kids start running. Now the cop got probable cause, huh? Hmm. Some of these kids been harassed by the same cop days in, days out, and just got tired of it. Or watched their friends get harassed for no reason. Standing at a bus stop. Why you want to go through my bag? Why you want me to, like, dude, I'm just trying to go to school. Look what happened with the Park 5. Central Park 5. Jesus. Let me will this in, because I'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent here. What I'm saying to everybody who's saying all lives matter is very clearly your lack of comfortability with the race issue shouldn't be at the cost of my rights or human decency. Before I speak on a matter that deals with another race, ethnicity, religion, sex, or anything like that, I'm going to talk to that group. That's why I have a melting pot of friends. So I don't come out my mouth saying ignorant stuff to a group of people and they looking at me crazy like, what are you talking about, bro? And that's how y'all looking right now. And you're wondering why people are not or unfriending you. Or you wondering why people are calling you racist or stuff like that because you sound crazy. All right, that was a little little winded there. <laughs> Thought you had to nod it off over there. <laughs> oh no, nah, no, nah, I was listening. So, what's your feedback? Well, you know what, me personally, the whole me, I do agree with Black Lives Matter. Let's put it there. Mm-hmm. I agree with it. On the sense that somebody knows what they're talking about and they know what Black Lives Matter means, stands for. You have some people that walk around and they say Black Lives Matter just because they're black and they think they're going to get privileges. Or, I mean, if you're going to be, you know, or just saying it, just to say it. Mm-hmm. If you have a meaning behind it, like it's a saying to go, either you're going to be a working part of something or... Um, no, or don't um, either you be a functioning part of something, that's, um, or don't be a part of it at all. Yeah, you know, like 
I agree with it. Me, per, I had to, it took me like I was one of those people, and I'll be honest with you, I was one of those people that was like, you know what, man, when I first heard it, and I think it was the way it was put to me, because it was somebody who was putting it to me that was just looking at it from a standpoint, you're a black person. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm supposed to get privileged, or technically, or because Obama's the president or something like that. We, you know, Black Lives Matter, we, you know, because Obama's president, we're gonna have um privileges and stuff like that. I realize more now, this one that first came out, mm -hmm. I realize it more now. Black Lives Matter than I ever did. And I, I mean, I, I understand that saying because all lot without Black Lives Mattering, if, if black lives don't matter, no life should matter. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we are life. You know, all life, black is involved with all the all the lives as well. But the unfair treatment that we get, mm -hmm. I think it's just putting that explanation on there. Explanation, but you, but again, it's only I believe in it when it's coming from somebody who truly, sincerely means it. Then it's somebody who's just saying it because it's the thing to say right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I've seen people just walk around like you know, it's a video was going around one time and it just made me kind of sick. One time it was like these group of young black kids and they just run around just like doing stuff, hitting Chinese people. So Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and over Philly, and I'm just like, yo. Like man, that, it, this that, not what it stand for, man. Uh, you know, like taking away from what we're trying to accomplish here. You know what I mean, it kind of it, it kind of got me. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, and I'm just like, you know what, like man, like if you you know what it mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's a way to go about it. You know what I'm saying. And say you gonna say Black Lives Matter. Don't just sit here and say because I'm black. And you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, like some people like all right. Some people have you know. Let's 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 put it like this. Some people have done things wrong, and then they just like I've seen people. They they're definitely in the wrong, and they say, "Oh, you only saw me because I'm black. Black lives matter." You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, that's not what it that's not what it means, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just because black lives matter don't mean that you know a cop not gonna <laughs> pull you over because black lives matter. If you was driving dirty, you were driving dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. but for certain situations, like a lot of situations, but when it's meant for the right meaning. I a thousand percent agree with you, man. Like, I mean, I'm black myself, so shit. I, 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 I agree with you, but yeah. I just disagree with some people when they say it just to say it. Yeah. So you know, like, um, what you bring up in that um, I'm trying to think of the words to how to put this is the accountability when it comes for black people and when we using this Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? And I don't know if. Hey, I don't want to say white people or whoever looking at it as a is a, a wash over for everything, but it's like it's not what we're doing. It's saying we're trying to we holding ourselves accountable, but holding you accountable as well. You know what I mean? Then because what's the next argument after all lives matter is what about black on black crime? And I, I, a lot of people say that. Yeah, and I'm like, my answer to that is, well, let's go in your neighborhood. It's not black on black crime, but it's white on white crime. Let's go to your Latin neighborhood. It's not black on black, it's Latin on Latin. So what 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 is that, you know, what are you coming back at me with? Like we all are dealing with our own issues. You know what I mean? Amongst us as black people, and I feel that we should step up, is that we should hold ourselves accountable in our neighborhoods. So that's where when we, if we're going to shout Black Lives Matter too, also let's hold accountability for ourselves as well. You know? I think at the education of the whole Black Lives Matter, people should people need to educate themselves more sometimes instead of just you know what I'm saying saying it like I think the education of the whole situation it should be they should sit down and honestly read because some people like I said some people just look at it from a standpoint like oh shucks man. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. I'm black. Oh, you know, oh, man, you know, oh, man, no. You know, and it's like, Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's, it's something you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You stand up for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's something, like, not just for us, black, but for everybody in the past, everybody in the future, our future kids. It's, it's got to be something that you, you got to make account for. Yeah. So, you know, if you're just doing it just to do it for the, for the, for the time, No. If you just doing it, saying it just to say it because it's the cool thing to say, no. But if you saying it and you mean it, mm -hmm. I agree with you. Dude, freaking, it's gotten to the point now where I see a video 
it's like when a cop and a black guy, I gotta stop and I gotta stop and I gotta think, okay. The context of what's going on. Like the biggest thing that pissed me off <clears throat> was about the bicycle. The guy that got arrested for take the one they say he was getting arrested after he came out of Walmart, he brought a bike and he was getting arrested for it. And hmm. the first thing I'm sitting here, I'm like, but as I'm, I'm watching the video, something put me on. Something hit me because I watched the cop reaction to him because he was loud. Oh, you, I, I got the receipt. Are you still going to arrest me? And the cop goes, dude, you, you know why. Come on. Just the way he said that told me, <sighs> I was like, when I heard that, I was like, all right, something's more to this story. Because the cop ain't going to be that like, dude, come on, bro. Like, You heard it in his voice like, bro, stop, dude. Come on. Turn out. What he was doing was running around. He was riding a bike through Walmart and blasting a radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people, just to see like how people were reacting off that one clip, I was like, see, if I would have jumped on that. Without looking you know, into, into it, it, you would have been caught up in, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was wrong. That was wrong mm-hmm. for him to do that. But and that's, and that's what I think I'm saying. I get what you, because, yo, it's so much stuff that goes on behind things that we don't know about. Me, I personally don't touch politics, and I don't touch, unless I, it's clearly wrong, because at the end of the day, you know some stuff is wrong sometimes, yeah. and you don't know what goes on in the background. But it, you only going to see what you see sometimes. <laughs> and it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, some things, like, some situations are clearly wrong, but yeah. some you just like, well... You know what, man? You gotta, you know, put yourself in a situation like I mean, even when you talk about like the whole George Floyd situation, mm-hmm. cops. You have black cops. You have white cops. You have cops of all the ethnicity. Mm-hmm. They had everybody damn near. They didn't just have an Indian dude up in there. That's all they had. <laughs> they had everybody you could speak of in that fucking video. But go ahead. And it's not about. I mean, at that point. Like, I have friends that are cops, man. You know, at the end of the day, and I have friends that are cops and then, you know, and and work for law enforcement. And sometimes you got to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes sometimes. not saying that what they did was right because it was not right. That's not the way you deal with it. Mm -mm. But in some situations, like, people just be like, oh, I got pulled over because I'm black. I did this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know... It's it's not about color sometimes. Sometimes and then some people just be dead wrong sometimes. Like you, I mean, I, honestly, we've grown up. Have you ever had a friend that did something and you know it was wrong? Hell uh, yeah. And the first thing they do is say, "Oh, you want me to stop me because I'm black?" And it's just like, oh, I had I had I had, couple, <laughs> oh, I had some friends like that. And I, I had sat plenty there of them. Like nigga, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I had plenty of friends like that. Like and I'd be like, man, all right, man, shucks. Well, listen, me and my, I'm agreeing with my friend. You almost stopped because black, but you young and you don't get it at the time. But yeah. you know, when you get older, you realize it. you like, you know what, man, end of the day, man, or you something you know, like, yeah, you know, some people know they did something mm-hmm. and they just, that's the quick excuse. That's why I say even the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Some people would do some stuff and then just throw Black Lives Matter or you only stop me because of this, because I'm black. Now, it's some genuine situations where you get stopped because black. Some people, you just like, you know you was wrong, chief. Come on, man. I had a friend. We was we was at the store one time, and this I was younger, and he. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this, but he was in the store. He was in the store stealing. Him and a couple of my other friends were stealing, and I was sitting outside at the time, and I was like, you know what, man? I'm not going in there, man. I'm not going. It was in the mall. I'm like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there with y'all. Is is laws and limitation apply here? I don't want you to be on here and get snitching on nobody. Oh, no. Nah, they, 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 this was years ago. They already, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, now I ain't saying no names, but you know. <laughs> but they was in the mall stealing. Yeah. And, and and I'm sitting outside the whole time. I'm sitting outside the mall waiting for them. And they're like, all right, we'll be right back. And I'm like, all right, man, all right, you know. Come on, man. I'm waiting, you know, because I'm waiting to go get on the train, you know. And they like, oh, I'm going to go get these Nordica shorts, blah, blah, blah. So my boy comes out and the cops pull up on him. First thing he says, is, you want me to stop me because I'm black right now. And oh, I'm sitting there like, and then he did it after the cops like, nah, hold up. They called for their backup to come and they took off running. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not going to run because I didn't do anything. So shucks, they're going to make me, you know, you ain't going to make me look bad, you know. So 
end of the day, my boy, but his whole argument, he argued with this cop. It was one cop at first. Mm -hmm. And he's arguing with the guy telling him, um, well, it was an undercover. Um, you know how they drive around the mall with the red plain clothes on? Mm -hmm. And he's telling him, you owe me stop me because I'm black. You owe me question me because I'm black right now. You know what I'm saying? You owe me doing this. You know what I'm just like, chief. Uh, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You you wrong right now, man. Like, And, and the sad part about it was my boy didn't have to do it. He nah. just wanted to do it. It was just something that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just wanted to do. You got, you got plenty of clothes and stuff like that, but he just mm -hmm. chose. That was something that he wanted to do. But his whole thing was, you want me to stop me because I'm black. Now, they stopped him because he took Nautica to sell polo. Like, come on, nigga. <laughs> you going to take the Nautica, at least take the polo. Damn. <laughs> he had all kind of stuff, man. He As he's running stuff, fall, he's throwing stuff in the bushes and stuff like that. And I'm just like, shucks, man. Listen, man. Yeah, that's, that's my next fear of what this uh, a lot of black people shouting the Black Lives Matter is what we're talking about is people using it for the wrong thing mm -hmm. because it's not it's not helping but it, I feel like it's going to silence it because people are going to be like okay I'm tired of hearing about this now mm -hmm. it's going to get to that point it's like if you're going to say it say it for something that means something not yeah. just to say it just because you know what I'm saying like after a while it's it's going to be like, you know, when, when videos start popping up of what somebody did beforehand and stuff like that, it's going to be like, so this is what y'all mean when y'all say, you know, like, you, you're going to use this as, you know, you're going to pull the race card every time something wrong goes on. You know, like, hey, make it stand for something. Like, it is some things that are just, you know, wrong, man. You know, like, cop, there are dirty cops out there. There are dirt, you know, like, other um situations that go with races, and people just don't realize it. They just, like... They see what they see or they hear what they hear and they go off of that. Yeah. I got I got into a debate one time. One, my, my boy Jupe, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it, my boy. So we was talking about the whole um remember the situation where the kids was at the pool and somebody called the cops on the um on the kids at the pool? Oh, with the cop that, that did the whole little flip with the white socks and the it was a white dude with the he had a white shirt, the black pants. He did like a roll. It was a it was a uh, birthday party, right? Yeah, and it was like in a, a, a gated community. The, the only thing I remember about that story really was the cop with the white shirt and these white ass socks. He had he did a whole front roll. <laughs> it's like nigga, you just just did a whole front roll in this fucking joint. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like we was talking, and I'm just like, well, you know, man, like. Honestly, you gotta put like I was I was like kind of debating it a little bit, like, whoa, put yourself in that in that person's shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that either one was wrong, but I'm not gonna stand up for one side and I'm not gonna say that they only called the cops on that person because they were black. I was just like, I'm not saying that it was it wasn't wrong for that person to call the cops, but we don't know what went on behind there. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if the lady started cussing the man out and was like, F this stuff, you know what I'm saying? You better get the F on my face and threaten him, whatever the case may be. I don't know mm -hmm. what the lady did. I don't know what, her, what she had her kids doing because some people are like that. I know black folks who are ignorant, who oh, just yeah. who would just who would do stuff and then play the victim role. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll cuss somebody, they'll threaten somebody and then be like, oh my God, oh, this and that. So I'm like, I don't know what that lady did, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I was like, think of it this way. Think of it as me being a black person, if I lived in a gated community and it was something I paid good money for and you got all these people running around, I don't know how those kids that was in that community was acting. It was a party. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know how those kids was acting. If I was there and I felt like, dang, you know what I'm saying, I might have said something to the mom and some moms just go off the rocker on you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you better get the F off my kid's face. You better this. Oh, you don't you say nothing to my kids. You know, F these people. You know what I'm saying? I start going like that to you. If I lived in that gated community and it was kids running around doing something, I mean, I'm either going to say something to him or her or I'm going to probably, I, mean, I, I probably wouldn't call the cops. I'd probably leave. But his case, that's how we know how to deal with, deal with it. I'm not saying, it, I mean, it's better than doing something else. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it's pretty much some people are just like, the, all right, now I'm going to bring a, another situation, something like that now. So I was driving one day and I seen these little heads pop out from behind the car. And I'm driving my car, and I just seen the heads pop out. And I, Hold on. Um, what you mean by in the car or? No, no. I, like I was driving down the street, nigga. and they was like, the, the, it was a parked car. I see these heads pop out okay. from a distance, <laughs> and I'm just driving, and I ain't think no. I thought the kids was just looking to make sure that no car was coming to the um, you know, I'm saying they cross street or something like that. So as soon as I get close enough, 
a group of kids run right in front of my car, like they run what? across the car. I stopped my car. I said, open the door, jumped out the car to go say something to the kids. Like, yo, what the way? Like, I was this close to hitting one of the kids. Mm-hmm. The mom sitting up on the balcony. It's in Camden. Mom said, my back, you better not say nothing to my kids. You better get the F out. Start cussing me out. I'm like, but if I hit your kid, it would have been something different. If I killed, if your kid got hit by a car and your kid died, I'm arguing with the mom and stuff like that. And she cussing me out. And I'm just like, man, what happened to like when people just like, you know, took that accountability? Black folks, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to hurt your kid. I'm, I'm trying to save your kid. I'm yeah. trying to, you know what I'm saying? Tell them that that's not the right thing to do because... I might have missed them, but somebody else might not miss them. But the mom was cussing me. It was a mom. It was a group. It was a, a lady and a bunch of other people up there, and she just cussing me out. And I'm, I didn't even yell at her kid or nothing. I just jumped out the car and looked like what? And she like, you better not say nothing to my kids. Mm-hmm. You and I'm just like, wow, man. Like, man, like if I if I really chose to stay there and argue with this lady, it could have went a whole nother way. I'd have probably been fighting her. Her family members and stuff like that because I got an altercation with this lady and stuff like that. Yeah, because so- of her kids. So, you know, it's, it reminds me of a village. It takes a village. You know what I mean? And, and to be honest, it's not just with the black community. I think that's not. in neighborhoods all around that everybody is not, the, the whole sense of community is, going, is kind of leaving. And I don't know whether if that has something to do with uh, these neighborhoods now becoming more segregated. I can't even say that, bro. I think it's a generation. Generation too, but at the same time, like, all right, not only are you not dealing with generations, but the, you know, you deal with a white neighbor, you may not, an older white neighbor, you don't know how to process situations, so you kind of stay to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, luckily, like, my neighbors, white guy, Spanish people, I talk to them. You know what I mean? First thing I moved in, you know, Get to know the neighbors. You that's, know what I mean? that's the most important thing of a neighborhood. Get to know your neighbors. Yeah. Because their kids out here, I curse them little motherfuckers out doing dumb stuff. <laughs> and I won't, and they be like, but listen to Mr. West and get out that freaking street like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. So we're going to roll this in a little bit and we're going to get to our next one because I, I heard you say you don't like to talk about politics. But once you get started, you start it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but this, I think you will have more fun with this one because this is the conspiracy segment of the show. All right. Or to give us the courage to worship the American flag, be it on a car, Salute. a belt buckle, Salute. or on your holy person. Caramba! I'd like to say something about the current climate of repression and fear. Uh, sit down, Saddam. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. That's from the First Amendment to the Constitution. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I'm sure your opinion will not go unnoticed. You're under arrest for the violation of the Government Knows Best Act. Martha, play something delightful. What was it? When we were young men in the military, your father and I were recruited for a project. They told us it was biological warfare, a virus. What killed those men? What killed them, I won't even write about. We have no context for what killed those men, or any appreciation of the scale at which it will be unleashed in the future. Plague? Plague to end all plagues, Agent Mulder. A silent weapon for a quiet war. The systematic release of an indiscriminate organism for which the men who will bring it on still have no cure. They've been working on this for 50 years. While the rest of the world have been fighting groups and commies, these men have been secretly negotiating a planned Armageddon. Negotiating with whom? I think you know. The timetable has been set. It'll happen on a holiday when people are away from their homes. The president will declare a state of emergency at which time all government, all federal agencies will come under the power of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, the secret government. Cellmates. <laughs> you were right, homie. We shouldn't have rocked the boat. 
this would have ever happened. Well, we're not the only ones to be unjustly imprisoned. Check out all the left-wing celebrities. Elmo called the wrong fundraiser. Bill Clinton, what are you doing here? Uh, I called the Republican tax cuts unwise, and I stand by it. They're unwise. I want my Washington Post. Here's your Washington Post. You like that, Clinton? You traitors pipe down. You're all here because you hate freedom. Hello, I'm the U.S. Constitution, and I'm over 200 years old, but I'm feeling fine. I wish I could say the same for my crazy cousin, Bill O. Rights. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Lisa, that's not funny. You believe in the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I don't know whether it's the lack of sleep, the sodium pentothal, or that it's the only cartoon I've seen in two months, but this is what I believe in now. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. That's from the First Amendment to the Constitution. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I'm sure your opinion will not go unnoticed. That brings us into today's conspiracy. Federal Emergency Management Agency. FEMA camps. The conspiracy says that FEMA is used to imprison U.S. citizens. Hmm. Before I get into the basis of that, um, let's talk about FEMA, okay? 1979, it was a response to a major disasters within this country. For example, hurricanes, floods, wildfires, and tornadoes. Any situation that overwhelms state or local authorities. I'm going to repeat. Any situation that overwhelms the local and state authorities. 2002, it got coded into law under the Homeland of Security. Hmm. What is Homeland Security known for? The Patriot Act. To be able to listen to Americans and jail Americans. To the point that you can't even, if you were under the Patriot Act and got arrested, you can't even fight in court to know why. Look it up. So, let's hop back in to about how FEMA, how FEMA and this conspiracy goes, Okay. So, in my research here, um, I found there was four phases um, that, they, that is implemented when they do FEMA here. They got the historic, no, I'm sorry, heroic, I don't know why I said historic, heroic, a honeymoon phase, a disillusionment, and then a reconstruction phase. And when I was looking at this, it sounded very airy to what's going on right now. So, the heroic phase. The government comes in and it helps its people. People are thankful. Everybody's like, yay, you know. To the honeymoon phase, people are on board for what's going on. They're ready to ride out for it. Okay, this is what's going to help us. All right, let's do it. But soon, they have the disillusionment phase where people start getting upset because they're realizing to be on board, their freedom is now being taken away. And then the reconstruction phase, AKA revolution phase, is when people start being disobedient. Civil disobedience. Where people start working against the system, hoping it's gonna inconvenience or disrupt it. So, as I was looking at these four phases, I'm thinking about 2020, right? So, here, the virus, COVID-19, it's unleashed. Let me not say unleashed, because this, you know, even though this is a conspiracy, I don't want to say the government unleashed it, whatever. But here's COVID-19. And who comes to the rescue? The government. They come in in their heroic phase. They shut down the stores. People stay quarantined. They're giving out stimulus package, unemployment, and checks to the people and the businesses. Months go by. All right, people still on board, 
We're staying at home. We're distancing. Nurses and people are volunteering to other cities for the, to help them out. Companies are making sanitizers. Yeah, they're in the honeymoon phase. You know, we're at work quarantining, self-distancing from each other. But then, if you notice, people start being disillusioned. Now, you got people saying mass violates their freedoms and rights. We can't shop in stores for supplies without a mask. And while this is all going on and people are, are arguing with their state, their state authorities about their rights right now, George Floyd happens. So not only are we fighting for, you know, our civil, not civil rights, but our basic rights, now we're looking at civil rights, right? This riots going on. Hmm. Meanwhile, the government's moving military into our cities. Kind of sounds like four stage, doesn't it? Hmm. A revolution, huh? Then what happens as we're watching? Martial law gets implemented. Look at Portland. The unmarked police making his presence of those rioters and people protesting. Find out most of the their government officials in, in Portland wasn't even down with it. The president deemed it so. Hmm. The government deemed it so. Remember, I said any situation that overwhelms local and state authority. Okay? Now, I'm making this quick. I'm not going to dive too deep into FEMA. We could talk about things like Walmart and all that. I advise you to look into that and the conspiracy behind that and the stores being shut down. And um, It's a place in Texas. I can't think. It starts with a D, I think. If you YouTube it, you'll find it. Um, but I'm going to end this, right? This conspiracy right here. Not right here, but I'm going to end it with this. I want everybody to remember what happened in New Orleans with Katrina, okay? When it came to this martial law and putting people into quarantine camps, concentration camps, medical setups. Let's not forget that. That's a form of concentration camp with COVID. Once you get checked in and they find that you got the COVID, you wasn't allowed to be released. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. Just something to think about. But back to what I was saying. Remember New Orleans, right? Police and military went home to home. Martial law was implemented. These people were forcibly moved from their homes. Weapons took in. Remember, no warrants and no rights. If you don't know about it, look it up. It's still on YouTube. There's news coverage about it. A lot of these military men were, were not happy about the job they had to do out there because they was afraid they may have to shoot a citizen. I think I seen one clip where this lady didn't want to leave her home. I guess she was in a um uh I don't what's it called dead zone or whatever, but they forcibly like big man tackled an old woman and got her out of there. Hmm. So let's not forget, okay, our history let's not forget the history about our country when it comes to concentration camps. All right. 1838, Cherokee. 1862, Navajo. 1901, the Philippines. World War I, Ger German Americans. World War II, Japanese Americans. 2002, Muslim Americans. Today, Mexicans. So, 
Keep that on mind. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you <clears throat> see if you let you go ahead and speak a little something on what you think there. I'm gonna let you go first, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the conspiracy is is that FEMA is a part of the government that is in the background um, building concentration camps to, in turn for the new world order or whatever the case may be, to lock up citizens. <coughs> now, they say, you know, the first wave of citizens that will probably be locked up are those that are not on board with what's going on. That's why I was playing the Simpsons clip, you know what I mean? Because look who's not on board is the leftists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You ever watch TV, man, and you, you see that how things happen in TV? Mm-hmm. All happening right now. Well, yeah. One of of what we talk about right now, one movie that comes to mind is Demolition Man. Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. You had the people that live underground. Yep. That didn't want to follow the rules. Didn't, I mean, not follow the rules. Didn't want to live to the new way how things were. They were educated and stuff like that and outspoken about how the government felt the world should be and how they felt that they should live in freedom. Mm-hmm. So they sent, um, what's his name? Um, Sylvester Stallone. Um, him, but um, no, no, the black dude. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Oh, what's his name? Simon Phoenix. I'm mad I said the black dude. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him down on the ground. He didn't know what he was going down there to kill the person for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the whole movie, you thinking, oh, these people are bad, man. These people are bad. Like, and that's kind of how the world is trained right now anyway because we look at some situations like, oh, man, this person is bad because the government is painting this person to be like, oh, this person did this. They're a bad person. But us as the world, not, not us all, but the world as a whole, you start looking at certain situations like, oh, man, this person is going against the law. Oh, they're bad. You know what I'm saying? And all honesty, and when the God, when you, when they when Celeste Salone went underground, I was talking to the guy, and the guy like, man, listen, I'm one of them dudes that believe that if I want a fatty burger, I can eat a fatty burger. If I want to have sex unprotected, I want to have sex unprotected. I want to do this, I want to do that. And they was all in the future, so we gonna have sex with the seashells and all this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm and go to the bathroom, shit. and it's just like, man, I'm thinking the whole movie like this guy is a bad guy. He honestly just a dude who just wants to live his life in freedom. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and. It kind of falls into that same category, I guess. <laughs> no, nah, it, nah, it does. It does. Because I find it, this is the one thing I keep telling people. I, everybody's like, oh, they're trying to push the race agenda. I think, yes, they are pushing it, but they pushing it to a point where they want to get rid of it. And I think they want to change it from racism to classism. Yes, I think it's they're trying to, they're trying to put it in a different, like, not, like, not, not make racism seem like it's racism. They want to yeah. make it seem like it's something else. Mm-hmm. And nah, man, it's yeah. can't can't go that way, man. You know, like some things are clearly racism. Yeah, it's clearly you know what I'm saying like race still plays this part, mm-hmm. and it's something that you can't sweep under the rug. Now, not only with that, uh, I find it airy that you know, like they trying to have control of your life when it comes to your money. Because now they're trying to get rid of cash, mm-hmm. slowly. I tried to make a deposit into my mom's account one time. You know what I mean? She asked me for a couple, for like a couple bucks or a hundred bucks, something like that. I think it was just a hundred dollars for something real simple. And I went up to Wells Fargo and I was like, yeah, I need to deposit. They said, you can't deposit cash. I was like, what? God, you know what? This whole situation doing that, man, it's like, go to some places, I would just, Eating at a place and they like, we don't take cash. Yeah. So you mean you don't take cash? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, but you know, I mean. Now the scary part about that is that, you know, if Bitcoin and all this stuff that everybody's investing into and they get to this digital thing, what people don't realize is the freedom that they're giving up. They're in the honeymoon phase, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon phase. Oh, we're going to be on board. But you just gave up the freedom that they can take. Any creditor that you owe, you lose that ability to, to be that, nah, you're not getting this. They take it. 
Yeah. You ain't no ain't no you hide your money. money. I can't put Ooh. money in the bank. I mean, I, I'm, I'm putting money in the bank. I'm going to hide my money here or something like that. Ain't none of that no more. Your money is somewhere where they can take it, take it if they need if to. The enemy of the state, guess what? Boom. You got no funds for nothing. Get luck moving. <laughs> Thank you for saying enemy to state too. Yeah, oh, I just realized <laughs> when you said that, I'm just like, dang. You know what, man? They, they cut all his funds off and stuff like that. He mm-hmm. trying to use his credit card. Yeah, can't use his credit card. Nope. You, you, so right, you know what I mean? Now, I think a lot of people start paying uh, attention to uh, this FEMA camp stuff is because not only with the New Orleans situation, but something that happened in Texas, and they had a video. And I, you know, this wasn't recorded. I will put a video up. But when I get my cameras and stuff, I'm gonna have all that stuff set up so people can see the video. <laughs> like, that. check this out. But um, there was a truck that was leaving the Walmart, and the gate, the tailgate opened up, and people saw there were people in back of the truck, hmm. and they was wondering what was going on. Turns out to be that they transformed that Walmart into a concentration camp, where they was had like, not they tried to. Okay, they tried not to make it look like a concentration camp, but what was said is that what uh, McDonald's was, they made it a cafeteria, they made everybody little cubicles. They tried not to dress it up as a concentration camp. Now, I listened to another podcaster, um, and he was speaking about, well, if they wanted to issue martial law, where would they put everybody? Hmm. Walmart comes up again. Because he's like, what store... Is on ma- on every major highway that has enough room. If you look at the layout of the store, it can clear out easily to fit people. He's, they said like even the plumbing situation for Walmart is bigger than what it's actually supposed to be meant for Walmart. Because if you go to Walmart, you got like a bathroom probably has like six stalls at the butt at the most. Yeah, facts. But if you watch them bring in the plumbing stuff, it's for an apartment building in New York or something. Huh. They have the if you go in the back, they got like fourteen docks for trucks. You make me think of something I never thought about like that. What you store make... has fourteen docks or more for trucks? None besides Walmart. Exactly. Huh. Look at Home Depot. Home Depot, yeah. So I got to lay out all these stores, you know what I mean? And you find them everywhere. You know where you find one at, you find the other one at. Here goes Close something. By. Here goes something to, to, to spin your lid for conspiracy theory. You take Walmart and put it backwards. Take the mark. Tram. And then it's law. Mark oh, law. Shit. That's a little conspiracy. Like, <gasps> I love conspiracy theory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, by the way, because I don't never put no. Um, no, uh, what you call it? Understand, these are just conspiracy theories we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. No way am I saying Walmart is doing this. Maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to put that out there. These are all conspiracy theories, and we're talking and just, you know, throwing, going back and forth like a tennis game, ideas about what we think here. But I find it airy with the situation and what's going on in the climate right now. You know? Because, quite frankly, we are all really kind of on a martial law, not completely, but in a form, we're all quarantined in the way here. Until you start speaking that mind. You know what I mean? you speak that mind, that's what... Dude, I heard one person was saying, you know, um, that it was actually the X-Files clip that I had out there that, you know, the reason why holidays are bigged up the way they are. Um, is that the whole idea is to keep you near your family. Fat, ate good, lazy. That if they were to implement, they could move in easily to gather your family and yourself up. And by the time you not ate a whole turkey dinner, ham, all that, how much fight you think you really go? How much swing you got in you? None. You got, you got. They got the itis in them. You got like five, <laughs> ten at the most. And so he's just like, oh shit, hold up, son. Hold up. <laughs> Give me a breath. We get some bottle of water. <laughs> that got me fucked up right now. <laughs> oh, man. Let me, let, me, let me roll this out. Hold on. Luckily, my family, we, um, my, fa- I th- my family, like, 
they used to be Jehovah's Witness, but they're not Jehovah's Witness no more. So we don't really celebrate holidays like that. When I celebrate holidays, I go to my friends and stuff. Um, and even if we were to get together, uh, it's it's not a traditional meal. Yeah, we might have some traditional things, but it's not a traditional meal. So, you know, I don't even know why I brought that up. I think I, I don't know why I brought that up. I forgot where I was going with that. That was interesting. You know that. <laughs> I really forgot where I was going with that. All right. So we get, we cut close here. We're not, we get close. So we're going to get into the last segment. Um, it's a fun, it gets a little fun here because it's about dating. And this is really what we would do when we hear it. We want to give our expressions. Well, what would we do in this? All right. <laughs> I mean, if you got a good story to go with this, because hey. I think I got a story for this one but see it did it to me okay here we go I am about to say it did it to me again but here we go in this installment of what happened and what went wrong we have a unidentified caller who's going to give his story I mean okay well you know I went on this one date and it was all like, she, she called it L for me out for a thing. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm like, yo, I ain't get paid yet. I don't want to go. But she kept insisting that I go. So I was like, okay, I go. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I mean, you know, as it went on, she came pick me up. I didn't drive, she drove. So, we went on a date. So knowing when somebody offer you out on a date, it's it they're 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 paying. If somebody offer you out, they're paying for a date. Just go out and eat. If I if you ask me to go out, I say no. It is what it is. I mean, if I say no, that means I don't have the money to, to do what I gotta do right then at this time. So we went out. And as I explained earlier, I don't have the funds to pay for no dinner and no date like that right now. So while we, she asked me what I wanted to eat, I grabbed a little appetizer or something. She bought all this other stuff. She ordered all this other stuff. So we ate, and as as the time came around, the, the waiter run got the check. But as I ate, I wouldn't smoke a cigarette. Anybody knows if you smoke and you eat and you drink, you go smoke a cigarette to let it go down. So, she, the, the waiter brought a check, and as I went out to smoke, I came back in, she, she, she was sitting there, and, and, and the waiter was still there, they waiting to get paid, and, and so she was look and say, so you got half, or you paying for the bill, so I walked back out to smoke again, <laughs> I walked back out to smoke again. This was a funny day to me. And and so I can't add our smoke. I came back in. She called it she had attitudes. She was she was just spilling stuff and throwing stuff in the restaurant because I didn't pay for my appetizer and her food. And 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 everybody started looking and I'm sitting there looking like, what the fuck do I do? What do I do? Do I sit here and just take it, or do I go to my car and leave? But I couldn't leave, but I, well, not my car, her car, but I go to her car and just sit in it. Do I leave out the door? And and my mind frame was just like, leave. I left her ass right in there, throwing stuff, and mad, and paying for the check. Now that was funny to me. I don't, I don't, I don't see anything else funnier. I mean, that might have been boring to y'all. There's, there's a couple. I mean, all right. <laughs> so, this is my advice to guys. You know what I mean, I don't care how much she says she's gonna cover it. If that ain't your chick, like that ain't your main day to day. Don't ever take your ass out on a date with no cash. Facts. Listen, that girl ain't got no money right now. Listen, I mean, if you really wanna hang out with me that bad, we ain't gotta go on a date. Nah, we can hang somewhere. I can go get a bottle or something like that, and we can chill. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't go somewhere. And, you know, a girl. Let, don't let a girl tuck you into going on a date. 
first, if she gonna ask you on a date, number one, I mean, technically, if I don't know how it was put to him, I don't know if she was like, oh, don't worry, I got you this time, you get me next time. I don't know. Even then, I probably still wouldn't do it, especially as a first date. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't do it. No. But you always make sure you got money to cover things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Even if you don't have the money, you make sure you you got money. Right. Like You might say, this money is for bills or something like that, but you got that money. Mm-hmm. So if it cost me that money to, to tell her ass, all right, I need beef for you no more. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we good. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I'm at least have the money to cover my end. Exactly. Have your like, I got these wings. Uh, and, and I got a beer. What's that? Beer. JT, here you go. Waiter, uh, she going to cover hers because she got me fucked up right now. <laughs> and then for her to start throwing stuff and start oh, acting like a nutball, yeah. man, shit. Dude, I would have, <laughs> the first time when I had that cigarette and she... I would have been out right then and there as soon as she started. Like, well, what do you got? What do I got? I uh, walked out there. She'd have been cold. What you ain't pay? Motherfucker, you all strike like a nut in there. I wasn't trying to be embarrassed. Shit. Nah, nah. I, I went on a date and um, it wasn't exactly the same situation. I was embarrassed because it, I took somebody out who's never been somewhere nice, which is just as equally as embarrassing. <laughs> Like it, like the waiter came up and uh, got her food. She ordered drinks that's I never heard this and blah blah blah. And I'm saying like, why, why now though? Get what you know. Yeah, why exactly now? because she knows she wasn't paying for it. You know what I mean, this I ain't, hate them kind of girls. This ain't the time. <laughs> this ain't the time. When I get those things, they could be the time. They'd be like, what's that right there? What's this? I ain't never had it before. I ain't never heard it, but I just want it. Like, mm-hmm. and then when we was getting ready to leave, because by then you know, this is I'm trying to like make conversation, no conversation skills with this girl at all. Like everything I just kept saying, just just one word answers, blah blah blah. I was like, okay, obviously this is I'm a meal ticket here. All right, let's end this. Like, dude, she threw the plate at the uh, waitress. I was like, yo. I hope it was a somewhere that you go to all the time and you got to see the, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. All right. Listen, luckily, because I don't think I would want, because just how she acted, <laughs> I don't think they would even, the way she see me, like, nah, fuck him. Because. <laughs> Yo, I, I ended a date quick one time. I went on a date with this chick. I met her at the club one time back in the day. I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? Not even a club, a bar somewhere or a party. It's a party. And we go out for the first time. So we out and. It wasn't nothing spectacular. We went to PJs or some shit like that. And I'm sitting there like, all right, well, you know, I'm trying to talk to her. And she's just sitting there like, just sitting there. Uh, not talking. It's just, I'm, I know I got a good personality. I know I can hold a conversation. I'm like, so what's up? You know, you're talking to her. And she's just sitting there like, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, well, yo, we can end this right now. Mm-hmm. I paid for mine. She paid. I let her, let her pay for hers. And I bounced. Yeah. I was like, don't even order no more. Just I'm done. I don't know what she did. I'm done. And I just, I walked out. I would have paid for it if it was another way around, but because she was like that, and then she's called, oh, you got to excuse me. I was high. Hey, sure. Cool story. I I, I went to, I had dates before, and uh, just off the attitude alone, before we even dipped Mm. off, I was just like, "Mm, I don't want to do the date no more. Them same girls that be the ones want to order all that shit, be the ones that in the night come around. So what's up? You know we. Oh no, you think you gonna get some? <sighs> I mean, ain't, the, ain't you know? All right, so let me let me say this. All right, because it needs to be said for females. All right, no, <laughs> we don't expect that we're gonna get the draws. Don't. But if it's there, the expect uh, it's not expected. <laughs> Our hopes is there, and I think y'all know that. They definitely know that. They know. They fucking know that. They know the dice is getting rolled. You know, you know in your back of your mm-hmm. mind, shit, we home, we go somewhere. Mm-hmm. The moment is there. If the moment presents itself, I'm not going to sit here and not let the moment happen. I'm going for I'm going for what I know. Shucks. Yeah. And I'm saying it's this. As fairness, if you know you ain't about to give those draws and do that stuff like that, at least be kind on the bill, son. Hell yeah. Be kind on so we don't... <laughs> Dude, that's what starts the issues. It's like, bro, don't do that to me. You know what I mean? Especially if I'm a nice guy to you. Don't do, don't do me no, like don't that. Don't have me spend a lot of money. And they are, and they, cause most likely that dude ain't gonna talk to you. And you're like, well, I had a good. I don't understand why. Like, 
that's why I agree. Some girls is so bougie that they'll tell you what date they don't want to go on for a first date or some shit like that. Hell no. I think that shit should be cheap. And I think it should be something that if you ain't feeling me, I ain't break my bank. I ain't break bank for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. simple to play. We can go on an official date when you when I know you're feeling me. Mm-hmm. If you ain't feeling me, don't get sit here and order all this food. No. And my cousin went on a date with this chick, and I was, I was mad at him. He was with me last night. If you, if he was yeah. there. <laughs> so he went on a date with this girl. The girl ordered food for herself, took a, a to go play and took oh. a, and took something for her kid. I and he can get the draws. I'm like, man. I'm like, you tripping, chief? I'm like, yo. He like, man. He like, yeah. She went out. She was like, oh man. You know, she got something to go and she got something for her kid. I'm like, dog. That means she ain't never been. She knows she ain't going out for. A while. <laughs> I would have been pissed did at this girl. Go, did she pack his food up too? Like, you gonna eat the rest of it? I don't even know. She probably did. I'd, yo, I'd have been on some stuff like, hell no, you better order that on your own oh, tab. God, you know God. what I'm saying? Like, yo, there ain't no ain't no ordering that kind of stuff. These girls just, and I've heard girls say it like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like him, but I'm gonna go get dinner with him. Yo, that's yeah. fucked up. I'm like, yo, just tell the dude you don't like him and don't don't get dinner with him. You know what I'm saying? Don't, mm-hmm. you know. No, I seen on POF girls saying, I don't want to do nothing. I, I, that, um, dinner movies like uh, what is what they say I don't do dinner as dates I don't do dates let's go skydiving let's go I'm like you want man, all this I stuff if you ain't feeling I, me like bro I don't know you yeah. if you ain't feeling me why well, I'm gonna pay all that money why well, I'm gonna give you an experience that you ain't gonna forget and you know what I'm saying that we gonna forget yeah. me though <laughs> she's like I went skydiving with um What's that boy name again? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's something, like, niggas. <laughs> that's something we going to do and we going to remember that together. Remember that time we went skydiving? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, but girl, I mean, that's that's how it is, you know. I don't know what, I can't even say it's today's world, girl, but that's what it is. Man. All right. So, Kwan, thank you for coming on the show. No doubt, bro. Thanks um, for having me. Let everybody know if you got anything coming up. Anything you want to do? Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I'm pretty much still doing the food thing, still doing music. You know, you can check me out on all social media um, platforms um, at Juan Miz, that's W-A-N-M-I-Z. And also on YouTube, you can catch me on New Trees TV, that's N-U-T-R-E-E-Z TV. Peace. Trees up. All right.